0: I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I'm Jim. And I'm Kevin. And it's time for episode number 312 of Video Games Hot Dog, a podcast about video games. How's it going, gentlemen?
1: you pretty Quite, good. All right.
0: Riff, how's Portland?
1: Uh, Is it know. snowing? Uh, nope. It probably won't snow for another month, if I had to guess. That's weird, because it's, it's officially winter.
0: You don't have to guess, Riff. You can just consult your horoscope.
1: Is it officially
2: <laughs> winter? doesn't like it the winter doesn't I guess it is December right
3: shortest day of the year right like it's a, a lot of people like I think <coughs> do claim that winter starts on the December 21st that's but, ridiculous. like that no, doesn't that's not crazy up with, like yeah I agree
2: I I would argue that December January and February are all winter
3: yeah sure it is December isn't it in holy crap
2: in the northern hemisphere
3: right because in the southern hemisphere what month is it in the in southern the, hemisphere? It's, it's just, in the southern hemisphere it's July right currently Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was the joke. Yes. You cross yeah. the international date line and it right. becomes six months.
2: <laughs> which is also not a north-south divide. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's good.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, they planted a bunch of trees in France to let you know when you were doing it.
1: To let you know which way the naked ladies dance. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and just whichever way the wind's blowing, apparently.
0: Uh,
2: Pre- predominantly west to east. Uh, how, how you doing, Kevin? I'm all right. What have you been up to? Uh, I've had a very strange work schedule uh lately i've i've taken to <laughs> coming into the office and working for like 20 straight hours and then going home and sleeping for a half a day
0: it's um, kind of weird kevin yeah that's it's like you're you're trying to live you're burning the candle at both ends and it's making your day twice as long
2: that would be great if that were a thing if i could get like forty. if there
0: was a candle you could light that would make days 48 hours long exactly Hmm. Yeah, yeah there's, a, some, there's a candle getting some candle with hallucinatory <laughs> fumes. I
3: would, I would also light that candle, and then everybody would hate me. Why is that? Because their day would suddenly be twice as long. Yeah, I think most people, most people probably wouldn't want that. Most yeah. people
2: are
0: like, no shit, Now nah, it just means I have to greet people at Walmart for uh, twice as long. If, yeah,
2: so you're is twice as long the, with my kids if the, that I hate. The day is twice as long, but that, that just means that you work for sixteen hours a day instead of eight hours as a
0: Walmart greeter. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who knows how much they make them work? You work just exactly long enough to not qualify for benefits.
2: When the day is longer, you really want it to just be longer for you.
0: Yeah. 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 When the day is long and the night, the night is yours alone. Kevin, don't, don't throw your hand.
1: Uh, so
2: for long, you want to basically, you want to be, relatively still and send the entire planet away at near the speed of light and then bring it back so that you get more time
0: yeah but what are you gonna do like, if the planet is really far away like the shit all the shit I want to do yeah, I've got uh, a laptop requires the I planet can, huh it's yeah. got some battery life and it'll have light speed Wi-Fi uh, I, I can work offline that's that's your latency will just increase got, as, got, the, uh, as the
3: day I got goes right rever- yeah version control
0: yeah mm. what if you want a sandwich
3: no, too bad I didn't bring a sandwich. <laughs> Did you
2: see that they fired up the? Uh, was it the Voyager thrusters? Yeah, good, good old Voyager.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Voyager. They get what? They they're like it'll get another couple years of, of transmissions before the before the battery runs out. Finally, because it's really far away at this point. It's past. It's past heliopause.
2: Yeah, so we can't have suns anymore
0: pretty good it's pretty good um yeah so they they just twisted it a little bit yeah and they were happy <laughs> yeah they were you know, good old voyager um see its days are getting longer <laughs> yeah i guess that's true how long would it take to orbit the sun at its current God. distance really long time probably. well it depends
2: on how fast you're going
3: mm-hmm.
2: right so <laughs> um because it's only As, what eighteen hour I, eighteen light hours so away or something. I
3: right? only played a few hours of Osmos, but I th- I don't think you can orbit faster without being closer.
0: At the same mass, right? It's a function of mass and is
2: Osmos like the cosmos but without the speed of light?
0: Osmo. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Osmos is the game where you, Man, it's you like on a roll with these astronomy yeah, the jokes today.
0: I
2: miss my calling. apparently. Osmos <laughs> is
3: that game from like 2008 mm-hmm. where you play a cell, but it's also like, maybe it's also like, uh, planets, uh, planets. Or yeah. An yeah. And you're going around eating other cells and sometimes some of the, some of the levels take place in orbit.
2: Okay
0: or are you those balls floating in a bottle of orbits
3: <laughs> is there a tiny sun in there for them to all spin around
1: wow, wow that would oh cool. that'd be yeah. good yeah if they were like slightly magnetic and they had a had a uh
0: like just an led in the middle that
1: yeah that know, would cause them to revolve around it
0: you just it'd be like the end of uh, men in black just every time you cracked open a refreshing orbits <laughs> to <laughs> drink some i'm assuming syrupy t- tapioca fluid. Oh, did you never have an orbit? No, I never did. It didn't. was
2: really gross. It was, <laughs>
3: nah, mean, I liked it. What the flavor was? It was just, it was basically sugar water. Oh, sure. Little yeah. floating sugar chunks. Yeah, but all all kids' drinks are that.
2: But they generally had, like, flavors. Like, clearly Canadian sticks oh, out in really, my being... Oh, really, it was just being, simple
3: syrup with...
2: As being, like, with flavorful. With in it. And, uh, flavorful. Yeah, it like, was really good. Yeah.
0: They brought it back, and, like, half of the flavors were sugar-free, and half of them weren't. Yeah. And so you just had to look on the label. It didn't even... Like, you'd the think no on the ones that were, like, yep. no calories, it would say no calories. Maybe it didn't. I just didn't read it. I saw clearly Canadian. That's enough for me. Yeah.
2: But what if it was made in Northern California? N- no Cal.
0: Ah. Wow. Never would have gotten there. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> stick to, stick stick to, to space autonomy. jokes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I went and saw the disaster artist. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a movie about the making of the movie, the room where James Franco plays Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. James Franco plays every part. He plays Seth Rogen. Um, some of the people from.
2: Does he play, the, He plays two parts, right? Like I'm not making that up. Is he, is he is only himself? plays one part? Really?
0: Yeah. Cause the, the guy who made the movie was also the guy who was in the movie. So he's. Okay. I mean, unless James Franco secretly played another part that I didn't, Okay. understand that it was him. Yeah. It's good. I recommend it. Uh, I guess. I don't feel like it would have made a ton of sense if I hadn't seen The Room, so I'm glad oh, really? that I went to that screening, but man, would I not recommend watching The Room. Anyway. Oh, you're really selling this for, mm-hmm.
2: for <laughs> an audience that hasn't seen it.
0: Have you guys watched the second season of Stranger Things? Yes. Yeah. yeah. What, I'm like an episode and a half from the end of it. I still
1: haven't watched the first one.
2: Oh, my. Wow. wow, Riff.
1: What what are you saving it for? I uh, I mean nothing in particular. I just don't watch a lot of te- televisions. What
0: have you been up to, Jim?
3: Uh, I was uh, I spent a bunch of time reading that list of five hundred video games that Polygon made. Right, you had one on it. Yeah, yeah. You're the hundred. And, you made the hundred and twenty
0: first best video game of all time.
3: Yeah, I prefer to think of that list as the list of five hundred video games yeah. because I think it's it's in, more in a, like in a random order. Well, in like in uh, clearly not a random order, but not like certainly not an order of quality <laughs> or importance. Yeah, what was just under you? Like Doom? Uh, uh, just yeah, like uh, what was it? It was Diablo and Rock Band two and Quake. And Mike Tyson's punch out were the four games that were like one twenty through two through one twenty five. Huh. Yeah, Frog Fractions is better than those. <laughs> it's according to this algorithm. It is. Uh, and I was actually like I liked skimming that list as like an interesting artifact. Like there were some really weird games on there. Like Hunt the Wumpus was on there, which I didn't expect at all. Yeah, because there's not even really like a canonical version of that, is there?
0: No, I don't think so. They didn't have an SKU, you know. Something that I remember about playing Hunt the Wumpus is that playing Hunt the Wumpus was no fun at all. Oh yeah, not <laughs> not a
2: good game. Well, so like, why is it on the list of best five hundred best games?
3: Well, I think it's. I don't. Think, I don't think it's best. I think it's top. <laughs> <laughs> so these are the ones that
2: float. Yeah, or?
3: I guess. I don't. know. That's why I prefer to think of it as a list, like. Polygon's 500 games of time, right? The 500 games of this list, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, because it's it is a super interesting thing to be on a list of like right, you know, right next to Dance Dance Revolution or whatever it was. I mean, Frog Fractions one was pretty important, buddy. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I agree.
0: It was sure, important it was to my important life. To you, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, um, you blew a lot of people's minds, man. <laughs> and yeah, I did. I, I'm still fun. so
2: happy that there are people that have just played that game for like 15 minutes, and been like, wow, this is a dumb game, and then walked away and not ever, yeah, just, that's, <laughs> that's
3: their whole life is thinking about how dumb Frog Fractions was. Um, there was a game on that list called The Sentinel, which was a pretty like obscure puzzle game. Uh, 3D rendered puzzle game on the Commodore 64, and it was 3D rendered, but like you, you couldn't do real-time polygon 3D on that system, so like it took like 10 seconds to render a frame when you moved. It was like a turn-based thing, and it was very clear that like the person writing the copy for that game didn't know what was interesting about it. Huh. Like the 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 way that list was produced, if you like go and read the um. The first couple of paragraphs of the article uh, talks about like, yeah, we we went and got like lists from all these people and then it lists a bunch of people. And then we – although also the editors of Polygon made lists and then we like fed it through an algorithm and then we cleaned up any anomalies by hand. I don't know what that means. Like outliers that seemed wrong. Like DSX being like number 312. They didn't fix um, that problem. <laughs> right. Um uh, And then – like so they they had just had this list of stuff and the sentinel was on the top within the top 100 and i don't think anybody at polygon knew what was interesting about the sentinel and i guess they didn't get
2: did they not have they the person ask, who asked like, the list it was on yeah
3: they didn't ask that person or something what is the sentinel uh i the what i described at the beginning of this story was like the entirety of my knowledge of it <laughs> um but like I I just I, this is maybe uh maybe uncharitable, but what I remember is that like it was like a ad copy from like the back of a computer game box in the eighties where it talked about like the number of rooms it has. Okay. Things like, just like here's a fact about this game that I will put on this list. It blew players away.
2: Crazy Taxi is a good game. That that's on the list.
3: Yeah, I liked Crazy Taxi. I think it's a good one.
2: Gunpoint, that's on there.
3: One thing that I promised to do on Twitter um
2: was play all 500
3: was <laughs> was <laughs> if Overwatch didn't make the top 100 I would send Blizzard a uh, uh, condolences card that I beat all their games. Uh but I think they got Diablo 2. <laughs> <laughs> did Overwatch not make it on the list? Oh I yeah, it did not. Overwatch is not Overwatch is not on the list. Uh, that was the game from this year though, right?
2: It, I
3: guess That was one of the rules was that you could, no, no games from this year oh. the Wild was on there, wasn't it? Uh, I don't think so. Well,
1: that explains uh. why West of Loathing wasn't on it. <laughs> right,
3: exactly. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, though, because lists
0: like that always have a recency bias. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's good to know that they did think of that. Yeah.
3: I mean... I, and it, like, know. looking at their process, it's as good a list of that sort as you could make, and it was still garbage, so... <laughs> like. Don't make lists like that.
0: Well, unless you want a bunch of people talking about it uh-huh. and a bunch of ad impressions and a bunch of what you need in order to continue to exist if you're Polygon.
3: Exactly. Uh, so
2: there are lists. There are curated lists of like best movies of all time. Hmm. And I feel like that is a thing that while it's not guaranteed that everyone agrees, like that feels a lot more concentrated in a way whereas Mm -hmm. games are not as much and i wonder if that's because preferences are so much more divergent in the game space than they are in cinema space
1: well and also not just preferences but styles of like two two different games become extremely difficult to compare against each other in a way that two different movies don't have to the same degree
0: there's more distance between two examples of the form. I, right. guess, I mean, unless right. like, I mean, you know, probably there's some movie that like Brian Eno made that's just like mm-hmm. a white square in the middle of the screen and a bunch of like, i dragged a violin bow along a fire
3: hydrant and then sampled it. Right. That that doesn't sound very interesting. Hi, actually, I'm Brian Eno. But I honest.
0: mean, that's a movie. Right. And it's like, well, that versus the Empire Strikes Back. Like no. Well, well, what okay.
3: I meant was. Dragging a bow a violin island bow against a fire hydrant doesn't sound very interesting. Oh. That's, that's what I meant. The movie sounds fascinating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, you can rent it from me <laughs> if you want. Very reasonable installment
3: plan available. Um, but, the, but there's also, like, it, I would imagine that if you asked people what their top ten games are from this year... You would see a lot more overlap than if you asked people what their top ten movies are from this year. From this year,
2: I wonder if people see ten new movies in a year.
3: I think it's way more likely that, like, the average person—no, not no, no, let's not put it that way. Let's put it like a like the, a film the, connoisseur, the <laughs> a, a, like a film connoisseur would see ten movies. Oh, sure. Versus, uh, you know, a a game connoisseur playing ten games. Playing more than 10 games. Anyway. Yeah,
1: no,
0: I guess you're right. I mean, the breadth of tastes is, pr- is like thinking about it that way. You're right about movies that there's not like there. There's pretty good consensus that Breath of the Wild is really good. Yeah, right. Like there's not consensus that, I don't know, Hail Caesar was really good. Right. Right. Like there's not a bunch of like f- five out of 10 reviews of Breath of the Wild the way that there will often be like individual critical voices about movies that are bad just because that critic didn't like the movie. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's like, you know, here's a list of all the times that polygon was wrong about a game compared to everybody else. The way that they'll do like a, here's a look at these reviews that Roger Ebert really fucked up, like what about these movies to, that turned out to be a to
2: fuck up a review. Well, just like go against so, the prevailing. Roger,
0: Roger Ebert said in 1980 that this movie was terrible and gave it a thumbs down, but then it became an enduring classic that everybody now agrees is great.
3: Like, it's, it's actually a pretty like interesting that. exercise to like look at. So Roger Ebert did like retrospective reviews, uh, called great movies. Um, and had he reviewed any of those? Most of them he had in the reviewed before. Oh. And very often like, um, the perception changed. Like usually he didn't like it as much as he did like in retrospect with the benefit of hindsight and all the other you know so he
2: appreciated it more later is that well, what
3: you're saying well in 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 that case because it was the great movies series right um i don't he didn't have a series of retrospective actually these movies were garbage
2: well so then that's zero
3: a, stars that would
2: almost count against the recency bias in terms of making the the list of 500 right
3: uh it's the opposite effect yeah and and maybe like and maybe, like, there is there is the opposite of recency bias in movies, hmm. for all I know. Why are you so biased? <laughs> it's, it's, it is a very strange uh, usage, isn't it? Do people...
2: I guess albums are a thing that people don't listen to anymore. I was going to say, do people listen to 10 different albums in a year?
3: Nobody listens to albums anymore.
2: So, But they could do 10 different songs. Sure. And say the 10 best songs of this year. And there's probably a lot of
0: disagreement. There. If you ask a bunch of millennials, they'll say that mild, unthreatening, boring music is <laughs> good music. <laughs> just listen to the radio. It's horrible. Pop music is horrible, not because it's like, this is just noise, but it's like, this is just the most m- milked, not noisy like, enough. Yeah. yeah. It's, but
1: has that not the always Lawrence been milk?
0: Yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, you like know. Were comes, top
2: 40 stations never, were, were they ever? Comes and goes again. I mean, it,
0: you know, at a certain point, the electric guitar was invented. <laughs> and then it got louder and louder until the 90s. I mean, <laughs> like Nine Inch Nails was in top 40 stuff, right? There's some sky in there at some point. Like, you'd at least get some, like, pop punk stuff that was at least, like, up tempo and, like, pissed off about something. I don't know, man. Kids today, just all mopey and not willing to break anything because of it. <laughs> well, when there's, I was a kid, we had Woodstock 99 where we set a Starbucks on fire.
3: <laughs> there's definitely a, a, a thing happening where like kids are much safer now because they tend to not leave their bedrooms because they're like watching Netflix and YouTube in there rather than like going out. And just like all the
0: porn they want. But then it turns out they don't even want any porn. <laughs> Youth is wasted on the young, <laughs> uh,
3: and part of that is like just not like not being allowed to go out. Like it, it, it is now like uh, not okay to let your children wander far afield from home. And uh, this is a this is a cliche to talk about, but it is still true. It's like getting truer and truer that like you're. It, it's just not okay to like let your kid go about town by themselves. I don't know anyone who doesn't bemoan
0: that fact which makes me wonder why it's true if it's true like Uh, because
1: you don't hang out with the people that don't bemoan that fact and
3: people don't bemoan people
0: people bemoaning it typically people i know that don't
3: have
1: kids yeah i guess
3: yeah Yeah, there you go yeah that's that's another thing Uh, but also people are not gonna like complain loudly that the status quo is what they want (laughs) yeah fine Man, did you guys, uh d- just to bring it around a little
0: ways to video games, did you guys, uh, not that we haven't been talking about a list of 500 games on this list, uh, have you guys seen the stuff that's going on with the Star Control? Just
1: the, the I heard that something was going wrong, yeah. I don't, still I don't getting
0: know into? Detail. Yeah, so Stardock announced that Star Control Origins, which like seemed like they had at least a pretty decently finished prototype going. I think they were shooting for it being out this year. Then... Toys for Bob announced that they were making an actual sequel to Star Control 2, like an official direct sequel to Star Control 2. And then apparently, like, according to the story on their blog, like, Atari, like, suddenly, six, seven years ago, Star Control 1, 2, and 3 became available on GOG. And they said, wait, how did this happen? And GOG said, oh, Atari gave them to us to sell Toys for Bob said, Atari doesn't own the games like they own the trademark on the name, but they don't own the games. And Atari was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. And then uh-huh. handed it over to them and Gog made a new deal with Toys for Bob and it was for sale that way. OK, uh, then. Stardock bought a bunch of trademarks and IP from Atari, including the name Star Control. And started making a Star Control game. And then Toys for Bob started making their Star Control game. Stardock was not supposed to use any of the original, like, ships or races or anything from the original Star Control games. Because they didn't actually own that IP. But they not only claimed that they could do that, but that Toys for Bob couldn't do that. So now they're just, like, wow. it's, like, two guys who seem like real great dudes versus Brad Wardell in court. Uh over the fate of whatever's going to happen with these games, I guess. But they've, what I don't understand is like, they said they, they preemptively like took down the games from Gog. Their argument was, well, if you want to play star control two, you're better off playing the freeware version. That's been painstakingly maintained and improved by fans for the last 15 years, but I don't
3: recommended. It's called the Urquan masters
0: masters. I don't know what purpose removing the games from Gog serves.
2: Showing that they are in control of it, maybe?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, like the thing is, I hope that this resolves in such a way that I get to play both of those games because, I mean, maybe the Stardock one will be terrible, but maybe it won't. Um, man, I listened to a podcast. Uh, I will I will link to it. It's Game Wisdom
1: or something. OK, Uh,
0: we we recorded an interview with them that I don't think has aired yet. But it was like I think it went. It was like live streamed <coughs> when they do it. But then they also released it. At, anyway, the the guy interviewed uh, Fred Ford and Paul Reich, Reich, Richie. Who knows? Uh, and they were talking about fuck. I forgot what the beginning of this story was.
2: Star Control.
0: <laughs> oh, Star Control. Shit. Sorry, I was thinking of Star Trek. <laughs> no. Um.
2: Skylanders.
0: The thing that I was thinking about during this interview when they were talking about, like, revisiting all of these, you know, classic characters and races and stories and stuff is, like, how do you do, like, the Shofixty, which were, like, feudal Japanese raccoon kamikaze pilots Mm -hmm. who one of the, like... You find an old man who's, like, the last surviving member of his race, and he, like, still thinks the war is going on. I mean, it kind of is still going on, I guess, but he's definitely, like, character. Like, it's a real, just, like, caricature of a Japanese dude. And then, like, you have to go to this zoo where you find some frozen female show fixty for him to breed with. And that was creepy, and I'm curious how they're going to try to bring that around. Also, the sirene are just, like, green... (laughs) green, like, seductress succubus aliens from, like, 50s sci-fi. Yeah. And, like, the main character marries one of them, and supposedly this new game takes place in the, like, because at the end it's like, oh, yeah, it turns out this is a story being told to the grandchildren of the protagonist. And, like, yeah, boy, we sure had a bunch of adventures in between now and then, but I'll tell you about those in 20 years when these guys suddenly... Get yeah, afraid after, that they're gonna die and one of yeah, finally make, make this star Islanders. control game they've been talking about for twenty five years um Serene were great because
2: they uh mechanically the way that they one of their special powers was that they could suck crew out of
0: yeah. enemy ships so also their ships the were big, right dildos. out of a their, ship. their ships were big dildos, yeah. and like it was very much like these are some jokes that some nineteen year old dudes made mm. in the eighties and then like leaned into in a really effective way in like 1992 that was like, yeah, okay. This, this sells at the time. Like when I'm in high school, this doesn't, nothing seems off about this. I'm really curious how they're going to come back to that. Cause
3: like, yeah,
0: all so many of the races of aliens were just like, where are the Scottish aliens? That was my Scottish accent.
3: (laughs) Uh, So there's a, a, A thing you can do here that like might be effective or might not, and it would be kind of risky to to try to just to go with it and then ship that without seeing if it actually works. But like, for example, um, Mike Tyson's Punch Out in 1989 was basically a game composed of racial caricatures, um, and they did an update of that game in like 2009. uh, Called Punch Out for the Wii, called like I forgot what it was called. Um, was it called, just called punch out? Well,
2: the, yeah, they've, they've removed Mike Tyson's name from, well, no, that happened a long time ago. Yeah. They they did
0: even any, the later NES carts had Mr. Dream instead of Mike Tyson. Yeah.
3: Um, so Mike, yeah, Mike Tyson wasn't in the, we punch out, but I forget what it was ended up being called. But what they did was they just amped up the racial caricatures even more to the point where like the French guy, like when you hit him, he just bleeds croissants. Um, at, and it, it's just so hard to be mad about something that is so exaggerated.
2: Yeah. Huh.
3: Um, and I don't know if you could do that with like the, um, the succubus, but,
2: well, cause like people but, have been talking about the fact that, that there doesn't seem to be any outrage at Mario's cultural appropriation. Yeah. And Odyssey.
3: Yeah. Well, that, that's also a, like, uh, Fairly harmless and also fairly innocent form of cultural appropriation, sure. Uh, as those things go,
0: as they go. Yeah. What what thing are people expecting to just the fact that up, they're so just so.
2: using iconography and imagery and styles of dress from cultures with just zero actual regard for?
0: Mm. His, I spent most his of the, the game wearing a caveman suit, so it's yeah, like
3: um, like how they've got the Sphinx in the Mexico level, yeah, next to the guys with sombreros, for example. Okay because it's
0: just all
2: anything that has to do with the desert is clearly the same world.
3: Right. Hmm. Also Mexico is one huge desert. Yeah, that's true. It's like a planet in Star Wars, right? It's so just <laughs> these like
0: mono uh, mono biome. Yeah, anyway, uh I hope that that legal shit works out. Like it yeah. doesn't seem like StarDock has a leg to stand on, yeah. but I, I like it also seems like StarDock is the one like
3: swinging their dick around so yeah we'll see i i don't know if like if toys for bob has activision's legal backing here Hmm. that would help a lot probably they from my
0: understanding of it is that they are doing it as a very small team yeah maybe independent of activision but i don't know um they're trying to keep it small like they're trying to like recreate the conditions under which they made Star Control 2 except without the time pressure
3: right um, yeah and that's 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 the fun way to do it for sure
0: right I mean except that turns out the time pressure is necessary in order to make something good <laughs> fast <laughs> um, there was some stuff that they were like like their version of the things that we hate that we had to remove or half-ass in our own games I don't remember what they were they mentioned a few of the things like fuck I wish that had been better Like, and it was like something like you know I never noticed or would have cared about, but, um, yeah, I'll link to that in the show notes. It's fun. You should listen to it, Kevin. Yeah, I should. Um, do you guys um, do do you uh, do you guys want to do some listeners' mail?
2: Yeah. Sure. Okay. It's been a while. Been a while. Sean
0: writes: Is Santa Claus a wizard?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, sure. He's an ice wizard. Ice and toys.
0: Wait, you, Santa Claus is an ice wizard?
1: Sure he lives in the North Pole.
0: But <clears throat> I mean,
1: okay, so Merlin
0: was, wasn't a castle wizard? Like Sure
1: he was. <laughs> he, he lived in <laughs> a <laughs> castle.
2: <laughs> Druid maybe because he like he has um animals that he bonds. Oh, that's with.
0: true and like old, you know, you'll see him with like a wreath of boughs on uh, his head. Yeah. Yeah. A, l- a l- laurel,
2: reindeer of, and holly and so on. I mean, it's also claws, right?
0: <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, so he can shape shift into yeah. a mm. tiger.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm down with this. But he has uh, red and with white head yeah.
1: Probably a weird polar bear.
0: Because if a head cannon, he would be a cyborg. Yeah, <laughs> pretty badass. Are <laughs> druids wizards? Like real druids or like, I mean, Warcraft multi
3: class. <laughs>
0: Blaine writes, is that going to be upset when he gets back from Australia and finds out that Jim turned the podcast into a video game where the quest rewards are new episodes of the podcast? Um, huh.
3: Jim, did you do that? I don't remember doing that. Okay. But like, that sounds like something we would do. There, I, I forget about a lot of stuff I do on this podcast. Oh, because
2: you like you like playing video games. That if, if the rewards for playing a video game were podcasts. Oh,
3: I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, let's see. Shin writes, why do green peppers taste like crotch? Uh, they don't. They taste like batteries. <laughs> Steven writes, hey, just so you know, bagsy in the UK is sort of how you would call shotgun, but for anything, if there's a donut left, you say bagsy to claim it. Also, Jim, blocada is an Android ad blocker that works without root, but I can't put a link here. Yeah, that's true. I don't let people submit links to this anymore because they're always just links to dick.
3: Oh, how do you spell blocada?
0: B-L-O-K-A-D-A? Okay. block ad block ad bloke uh, bloke ad okay uh let's see greg says hi guys i got an snes classic and started earthbound for the first time i'm enjoying it but it's really made me appreciate your design philosophy zach that missing an attack is not fun any thoughts on earthbound slash unfriendly mechanics in general i found it particularly grating in earthbound and the only time that i ever seriously played earthbound i used like a game genie thing to just make every hit a crit and Mm. that made the combat like quasi
3: tolerable every frame of painting Mm -hmm. yeah when whenever people talk about what's good about the earthbound series it's never the combat so like yeah skip that part
1: although the rolling hit point thing is cool Hmm. but other than that
0: is that just like a time pressure thing, like where when you take damage, it trickles down slowly, and if you can win before you, yeah, before it if runs you can out, you
1: win know. or heal before it runs out, yeah.
0: And I, was it the first Earthbound that had the like stuff that you like button presses on
3: the beat did more oh, damage? That's Earthbound or was that Earthbound like, two or Mother okay. three? Yeah, okay, that that does that was something that I remember being interested in. That and is pretty I tried cool, actually. I tried playing it in emulation and the emulator didn't
1: Oh yeah, you, you, you kind of have the, uh, to have it on a cart I think or it doesn't get the timing right. Right. It it does yeah. some neat stuff cuz there'll be like later enemies in the game that have background music that is that appe- like math that rock. that well that initially appears to be background music that you're familiar with but actually has some changes to it. Like there'll be like a staticky pause at one point to throw you one beat off and yeah. things like that.
3: Yeah. Damn it, that is something I'm into. Okay, now I now I do have to do the combat in this game. <laughs> Data Vortex writes, how did West of Living do with Steam
0: trading cards and other secondary sources of Steam income? Did it meet expectations? We didn't have any expectations. What? Did so in that
2: sense, it hasn't met them.
0: <laughs> yeah, so we, I anticipated that it would not be a huge waste of time to make the steam cards but I did not anticipate how long it would take to actually make them because of all the shit that they needed for yeah. them uh and the back and forth of getting them approved it what did you say it has made us a couple hundred bucks. couple hundred dollars yeah. total so not meaningful in the grand scheme of things although who knows it, you know it like is possible selling that it the cards
2: has that having yeah that Having the cards is a selling point that pushes somebody over into the category of actually buying the game. I mean, a
0: bunch of people definitely asked ahead of time if the game was going to have trading cards. So like they cared, but I don't believe that (laughs) that that means anything. I mean, or at least they are willing to say on an internet forum that something is important to them, which as we know is costly and reliable.
2: I wonder if the cards had looked really cool. Whether that would have made any difference.
0: If they hadn't made me edit the title of the game to make it illegible on the background oh, right. as presented, they'd be slightly
3: better.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm having a really hard time imagining the person who cares enough about the trading cards that that would push them over the edge from not buying West of Blooming to buying it. They really want a weird monochrome hot dog emote. <laughs> Is that a thing? Do you get emotes now, too? Yep. Yeah. OK, that's cool. I don't really understand Wait, in,
0: in what how in like steam in chat, steam chat. Is, it, okay. is there even a steam chat?
3: I, yeah, uh, there's like
0: I am. You can know that. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I don't like the stuff that I had to make for the trading card system revealed the entirety of the trading card system to me. Like huh. I the only time I ever bought a steam trading card instead of just selling them. Was I, like, just decided, oh, you know what? I, like, Firewatch is cool. I'll see what happens if you get a whole set of trading cards for a game. And also, in doing so, like, very slightly... I mean, it would have been way more efficient for me to just hand Jake a dollar. (laughs) Uh, But but I bought that, and then I got, like, a avatar icon that I could use. Uh, But there's, like, you can trade in multiple sets and, like, upgrade a badge and it was like make this cooler versions of the same thing and i was just like nope so i just made him five different things so you can upgrade ours from a beer to a gun um just like america yeah <laughs> uh yeah man I, I have no idea they're badges i don't know was a badge man i don't know i don't need no stinking whatever badges those are
2: that go on your profile
0: okay and you do, do, do you have like a sash that you put them on
2: there's like a location on your profile that they exist is it a
0: sash do they refer to it internally as
3: the sash
2: probably
0: okay
3: there was a there was i forget what it was but there was a thing you get by leveling up in the badge system that i cared about it might have just been like a certain number of people on your friends list
2: you get experience points
3: yeah but i just got it as soon as they installed then in as soon as they installed that system i just got it immediately because i had been on steam for like eight years at that point and you get, like, longevity badges. Right. Um, so I, <laughs> I wish I could remember what it what actually was. I think it was, like, you could just have more people on your friends list. Sam writes, Hey, guys, great to see Western Loathing on GOG. Curious to hear a dev's perspective
0: on GOG versus Steam. Who gives a bigger cut, etc. Jim, any plans to release Frog Fractions 2 on JOG so I can finally uninstall Steam and bask in my own anti-corporate smugness?
3: <laughs> uh, uh, I've been trying to get it on Itch. That's a... Uh, like, getting Adult Swim and, uh, Itch to talk to one another has been a big hassle. Um, but, uh, no, no plans to put, no, no plans to, to put anything on GOG. Whenever I think of GOG, I still, like, the first thing that still comes to mind is when they, uh, shut down their servers as a marketing stunt. Like, in 2007 or something, like, if they, um, they 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 issued a press release saying, "Ah, oh, sorry, we're going out of business. Servers going down," and it turned out they were doing that because like they needed to, like move their servers, and so they got a bunch of press that Gog was going out of business, and then they huh. were back Monday. That seems great. I yeah. like that. I now. I'm even more excited about having the game on Gog.
0: Okay, uh, so everything about it was like slightly. More of a hassle than Steam. Way less um, automation. Yeah, like the way that you publish a build to GOG is you like just make a build and then like email it to them, and then they <laughs> publish it. Like you can't actually self-publish or deploy patches yourself. You can't so, so Linux. Oh, okay. You can open Mac and Linux. Oh, okay. I didn't know that that was always just the.
2: But in our case, we we had a patch and we were like, okay, well, we'd like to do all three platforms at the same time. So here, we'll email you the Linux build. And then we're going to like prep the other ones to be released as soon as you're done with the Linux build because it took them a week. Um, And then they just went ahead and released the Mac and Windows builds without our permission. (laughs) So they were
0: out of sync for a week. Um, They we still don't know how many copies Copies we've we've sold sold. Uh, so far. Like with Steam, you you just go to a web page and, you know, as of an hour ago, how many copies of the game you've sold. Gog, you email them and then they never email you back. Okay, Um, we were we were like the fourth in the sales list for a few days during the promotion where they launched us and like, there's no way we sold enough money that that chart is not extremely depressing for Gog. Um,
2: We have no idea. We have no idea how many copies were sold. Yeah, and we, it, they give you statements quarterly. So. Jesus
0: Christ! And you have to invoice them for. They say this is how much money we owe you. Send us a bill for that amount, and we'll pay. What? It. <laughs> like that is not how. That is not what an invoice is. That's that's uh,
3: that's how Adult Swim does it too. Hans von Gogh. That, that's but, how an invoice. Yeah, they how, said, "Okay, here's what we owe you. Send us an invoice." Huh. Wow.
0: Well. Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's are they got, just, like
1: – Are they hoping that people will forget to do that? <laughs>
2: Why don't they just send tiny, you a check? Tiny aspect of that. I think uh, they are trying to make sure that they are not falling afoul of like employment rules because if they just send you checks without invoices, mm. uh, uh, you can okay. argue that you're an employee and not a, uh independent contractor.
0: I suppose. But we're neither. We're, like
2: I know. But – it, because the government is incredibly slow to adapt to the way that business models change there isn't really a definition for what a, an online storefront is I, I
0: guess it might also be different if we were like a Czech developer right and in the same country as they made a bunch of company checks. yeah yes yeah for yeah. <laughs> this is my check software turbo turbo into it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <clears throat> turbo inuit <laughs> the world's fastest eskimo <laughs> <Okay. clears throat> sorry that was insensitive how am i going to remake that joke in 20 <laughs> years <laughs>
1: how
0: are
3: you going to remake it in 20 seconds mm, I'm not did buddy. you
2: did you read that article about the the uh guy who made the shack behind his house into the number one rated restaurant in london uh,
0: on, Trip oh, no. on tripadvisor
2: on <laughs> tripadvisor <laughs> uh how did he do it? Zach, well, you were
3: right. You didn't make that joke again in 20 seconds. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm glad that you're keeping track.
3: Uh so I don't think he really was keeping track. I think he just <laughs> guessed.
0: <laughs>
2: uh he made a profile for for the shed on something lane or whatever and they got it got approved and then he started having um all of his friends write glowing reviews for mm. it. Uh and it was uh, because he didn't want to have an address so that people could come by and like check on it and whatever. He made it like an uh, appointment only restaurant and just gave it like a neighborhood. And then when people actually started calling, when he got into the top like thousand uh, restaurants in, in London, uh, he would always just say that it was booked, you know, six weeks out or uh, six months out or whatever. And so it just became even more exclusive. And so it got more and more attention. He was getting hundreds of like emails a day asking for reservations Uh and eventually just climbed to the top of the, the charts.
3: Um did, did he was he actually selling food at all? No. He
2: okay. did not, not for a single day at all had he been open.
3: So this this is not a way to make money. This was just something to be
2: Right. Which is why the trip this is why TripAdvisor argues that they didn't catch it because this is not like something that people do, right? Like they're, yeah, they're almost always trying to it, like inflate the
1: ranking it of
3: arguably wasn't fraudulent.
1: Well, I mean, it was definitely fraudulent.
3: Okay, okay.
1: (laughs) Well, he uh, uh, wasn't—he wasn't defrauding anybody of anything.
2: Well, he was—he was depriving the other restaurants of their rightful rank, Uh, theoretically. Okay, maybe Mm,
0: that's—I think would be. I I don't think anyone's going to take a claim of value uh, on that. Would be dubious. Well,
2: I mean, he had hundreds of people calling him because he was the number one ranked thing. Anyway, he uh, he opened for a single night and served. Uh, frozen food to people like not it wasn't it was like microwave food yeah. But <laughs> served it the frozen, whole point of good. this was that the brand name for the food that he served was Iceland brand, and I didn't I had never heard of a brand named Iceland. So he like the the title of the article was how I got my the shed behind my house uh, to be the number one restaurant, and I served Iceland food to them, and I was like, what <laughs> What does that mean? And like I read the entire article just to understand this headline and it turns out it's just a brand name of like frozen dinners
0: that would have been recognizable to a Brit, a Brit okay. I think immediately yes all right exactly yeah I've heard that uh Iceland frozen dinners are actually green <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> all they have is peas and brussels sprouts. lettuce frozen yeah a Fro- big bag <laughs> oh, of frozen, frozen lettuce microwave like lettuce <laughs> if you want
1: that hot salad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all
0: right. I'll, I'll put the Urban <laughs> dictionary definition for hot salad. Well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, play any
0: video games, Jim?
3: Uh, I played a game called eat.
1: Oh yeah. Which I played a, that,
3: Which is a mobile phone thing by crows, crows, crows. It's free. It's free. It's free. Ar- uh, Arguably is, a game, which is apropos. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> It's free if your time is worthless.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, I So this is a game where you tap on food, which gradually disappears, and then text appears between foods you can tap yeah. on. Text that is vaguely
1: times. menacing.
3: <laughs> right. And I couldn't figure out what was interesting about it.
2: Were you not interested by eating food?
3: Uh, I am interested in eating food, but not in eating virtual food in this fashion i
0: i knew from talking to people in the like duck feed slack that the game had an end huh. that like you can get it to roll credits right huh. so that kind of made me is that true s- stick with it a little bit yeah it is i so like it became pretty clear that it was just recycling the things that it was saying between yeah i stopped
1: once it started things- things- getting too repetitive
0: yeah. And so like that was the first time I stopped, but then they were like, no, really, there's more to it. And then if you basically if you close the app for a few minutes and then open it again, it moves to a new kind of State. phase
3: mm.
0: uh where the it, it's not an entirely unique set of new text things that it shows you because it still threads in the old ones uh but it starts making the food weirder and weirder the the stuff that it shows you that you're taking bites out of by tapping it and then it just gets weirder and weirder and weirder and then it then there's credits huh
3: no oh.
0: huh. um but yeah it's it, it's like the
3: sound is really gross <laughs> like oh yeah if you don't like eating sounds yeah it makes
0: eating noises which i oh. uh, that's going to be Not it for acceptable. kevin right there Uh, and then also when the text is displaying, there's like a letter appearing noise, but then there's also like a woman crying in the background, like pretty much the whole time. And so that's during the text
3: appearing. That's when the woman cries. When, when the text is done appearing, she stops. I see. Well, okay.
0: But I mean, if you're trying to figure out what the fuck is happening, you're (laughs) making that happen constantly. So it's, uh, how many bites does it take to eat a thing? Like four, maybe on there. Tap on it four times. And it's just a bunch of photos, and they kind of bounce and float, and when you when you As tap food them, does at, yeah, when you tap them, it, and you know, like sometimes it's like a hot dog in a box,
3: and you're just eating the box, yeah, or
1: just like a dozen eggs in yeah. the carton,
3: yeah. I like that. It's like in uh, River City Ransom where they serve you like a uh, a cup of coffee, and you just eat the mug. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that.
0: I thought it was paced kind of badly (laughs) because I feel like most people don't get to that part where it gets, I mean, arguably interesting. I
3: I opened it up again like a day after my first session with it, and it seemed to be the same thing. I mean, it might just roll the same
0: result the first 10 times, and you can't tell anything's different. That's what – like. I don't know. I went through hundreds of them to get to the end. (laughs) I I don't know at what point it was, like, eligible for the end. I mean, because you can just start kind of absentmindedly, like, you know, you don't have to do anything. Like, you can just sit there and, like, tap, 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 tap. Yeah. Every once in a while, you'd see some new text. Like, it's just, like...
2: out the content too slowly? you
0: think? Well, but it's, it's repetitive in a way that makes you think that you, like... I don't know. I mean, maybe it's interesting because you start to like mythologize these weird things about how it's working when in fact, it's just doing some random shit. And then later it will do some different random shit. And then maybe still later, like yeah. William Pugh tweeted like, Hey, this is not meant to be played in one sitting, put it away for 15 minutes and come back.
3: There should, there should be a warning about like to that effect, like how you should wear headphones for the, the best seizure, experience. The seizure warning. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning of the game, uh, it, the way you're are talking about that it sounds like what desert golfing did successfully do uh by having an, a game attached to it probably yeah i mean and desert golfing was fun to play right
2: desert golfing was the same for everybody right
3: i so maybe but uh that hole that like apparently that had the weird physics yeah didn't have the weird physics for me hmm so, I don't
0: remember a hole that had weird physics. I remember so maybe there was like didn't for you either a rock at some point.
3: I yeah, I had the rock. I was very disappointed when I, I I was I when I found the rock. I just started taking it with me because if you knock it into the hole, it'll just be carried along to the next screen. Huh. <laughs> and I started just doing that with every hole. Um, and, but then like it didn't save when it <gasps> saved my hole number. Oh no! Yeah, it was a bummer.
2: So. Maybe if you get that to the end of the game, yeah, yep, <laughs> it turns to into play a in no one sitting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you just have to not let the the thing go to sleep, right?
0: Crows, crows, crows is
3: interest. Like they haven't ever sold anything yeah. yet, right? Like, like yeah, well, I think it's it's because uh, what's his face is a millionaire from Stanley Parable. Mm.
1: I heard a suggestion that that there might be some kind of tie in between. Eat and something he's doing for some upcoming thing, but I don't know any more about it than that.
3: They do, yeah. Did, they've done like Argy type did, stuff. Did yeah. they make the um, the Rick and Morty VR game? Yeah. That did
0: they? Uh, that was it, al, that was owl that was alchemy. Are there people in common between it was the job simulator people? That it made was Rick and Morty it came. was oh,
1: mentioned. Okay. It was the article I read about eat on Polygon or whatever mentioned the Rick and Morty game. So. Hmm.
0: And accounting. Like, did right. Justin Roiland do some voices for accounting? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, and they made Dr. Langoskov the ter- the tiger and the terribly cursed emerald, which was
3: good. But again, like... It, it, it's been super interesting to, like, see um, after the Stanley Parable what those two guys independently made. Yeah. I'd like, to see where each part of that game came from. Mm-hmm. Like, I... What I think of the voice when I what I think of as the voice of the Stanley Parable is much more what uh, William has made since then. Right? Yeah.
2: Well, because didn't? Um... Oh yeah, huh? No, that's a good point.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Beginner's Guide had like the earnestness of the Stanley Parable and right. maybe like the message of the Stanley Parable, but none of the things that made the Stanley Parable like. Fun or funny or,
3: or super confusing. Like part of, um, I, I keep forgetting how to pronounce it. William, is it William Pugh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like part of his thing is just, I, I have never like, even in person, <laughs> I feel like I've never heard. I don't think he's ever really truly out there. I feel like he's always putting on a show. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of get that sense, but yeah anything else i played um some horizon zero dawn um is that
0: the one where you're like the cave woman killing robots and yeah. then building bows and arrows out of other robots
3: yeah yeah cars? the setting is super interesting where it's it's like if it's not the year 3000 it's like the year 3000 uh post um like nanobot destroying humanity um where there are robots, w- robots roaming the earth and like people who have fallen to, uh, um, the historic levels, tribe, le- Yeah. Tribal, like, uh, subsistence, subsistence farming levels. And they're trying to, you know, survive in this world of, of angry robot dinosaurs.
2: Do they have a sense of what had come before?
3: Uh, only in the, so, so the, what the game does with that is actually pretty interesting where like, um, one of the things that happens, um, in the game is you uh, encounter alien or not alien technology, like, like uh, precursor uh, pre-apocalypse technology. technology, Um, and what, what happens is like, you walk up to this door and the door is like the door, like, uh, tells you some technical jargon about how I can't identify you because the database is corrupted. And the like elder who witnesses this, uh, like she relays this information as like, the, the, the Earth Mother spoke to the protagonist and, and told her to heal the corruption. Um, and seeing like the, um, how the tech speak got translated into the like wise, uh, tribe, tribal leader speak was, uh, probably my favorite part about that game. Like that, that, that I thought that was a super interesting, like, uh, tiny little beat to happen in in this
2: is that a s- PlayStation only game
3: Yeah, it's PS4 only. Okay. Yeah. Is
0: it who made it? Is uh, it Cuz it's not it was, a naughty dog game, right? So there's no, no there's was, no like it's not like definite that it will never come out on it was PC. The
3: killzone people. Um it is it is uh a PS4 only game. I think it was funded by Sony. Mm. Um and yeah, so it like uh, as as likely to come out on PC as Bloodborne is um is made by Gorilla who made the Killzone series before this and apparently like w- this was pointed to by a lot of uh people in the industry as like maybe you should let us do something other than the one thing we've been doing for the past 10 years um uh overall though like my um experience with this game was actually pretty negative hmm. specifically because like it tries to tell you this story of like like, here's a person who is, like, cast out from, uh, from her tribe, um, at birth, uh, and, re- re- and was raised by another outcast who is, like, trying to teach her, like, to, like, like, trying to raise her as, like, kind of a Christ-like figure who's, like, hated by all these people, but, but saves them from, um, things they need saving from. Uh, and all I did, all I wanted to do, like, it, like, it asked me to be this person. I didn't want to be Christ-like in the face of, like, it's like, there's like two hours of gameplay where all, all these people are doing is shitting on you and then asking you for favors. Um, what I wanted to do was like, okay, this is an open world game. When do I get to go, like, you know, run around and collect cool orbs and explore these, (laughs) these realms, explore these realms. Exactly. Um, and, there's a bunch of like tiny decisions that were really infuriating. Like when you start a conversation with somebody, uh, you can never say no to a quest. Like I was, I had like incidentally helped somebody because like they were, they were surrounded by robots and I happened to kill the robots. And she was like, Oh, thank you. Um, you can't just walk away from the conversation. You can, you can walk away before you start the conversation. I see. Um, and I didn't know where she was at first because like, uh, this happened all the time in the game where like I would be like walking through the wilderness and like the protagonist would say, Oh, that's important. I should go interact with that. Or someone yells at you from afar and say, come talk to me. And I would all be like spinning the camera around for like 45 seconds. Like who, what are you, who's talking to me or what are you talking about? Zach, is this how every game feels to you? I don't know. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so I eventually found this person. I walked up and talked to her and like she's, bef- and and like I, I get locked into this conversation about how like she was trying to get this spear back for her family, but she's not powerful enough to fight the robots. And the only way to leave the conversation is for me to agree to help her get the spear. Like you can't say you can not initiate the conversation, but you can't say no. I could have like reset the ps4
2: is it is it possible that this is actually a mainline quest
3: i i got the impression it was a side quest um and things like um i'm trying to leave the village and to do this you have to like climb onto the rampart and ask them to open the gate and they're refusing to help you to open the gate for you because you're an outcast uh and Wait, you, they won't let you leave because you're an outcast? Uh, yeah, the, the, like, I will do no favor. Like, I'm sure, like, he wants you to leave, but he doesn't want to help you leave.
0: Huh. That's <laughs> a um, real uh, that's a real conundrum. You yeah. yeah. set that guy to the
3: task of. <laughs> right. Catch 22. Um, and, but, and, like, I could just jump down. Like, like the, there's a clear shot for me to easily jump. Like, there's a jump button in this game, and I, there's a clear shot for me to just jump to outside of the village from where I'm standing but the game won't let me do that because there's a plot beat that happens when you talk to this guy. Um, and it was just like a bunch of like, like clearly the developers, they want me to experience the story they intended me to experience, but they don't want like, they're not like they don't successfully make me want to do that. And they don't successfully justify why I can't go do something else. Uh, and so I ended up being just really frustrated by the whole thing.
0: What do you think would have made the difference for you there? Do you think like
3: a, so in reduction,
0: the, in the- a reduction in fidelity? Like if you hadn't been able to climb the wall and see the other side of it that you could jump to, would like that Like have- if
3: they had built like a physical wall there instead of an invisible wall, that would have... Yeah, been enough in that one instance. But or if, there the, was, there or were if the game was like, like a 2D that.
0: with a fixed camera, and they just never showed you anything until you could go to it. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, the abstraction is a huge <coughs> um, advantage in many in many cases like that. Yeah, um, uh, I, th- I think the the actual answer is that I am probably not interested in such a prescriptive game at least not one that like is telling this particular story. And I wonder like how interested would I be in like, cause it like the, the cutscenes are like well-written, you know, they do a really good job, uh, like making me hate these villagers I'm supposed to save. (laughs) Um, and I wonder if I would be in, like if I would have liked it better, like as a film, I wonder, like, if I would have appreciated this story as like a a
0: story that wasn't like about
3: you that wasn't like asking me to to um to take on this task. Yeah, I mean, what does how long to beat say about how long that movie would be? <laughs> yeah, it's probably like ten hours. Is my guess. Anything else? Yeah, that's all that comes to mind.
0: I think the only new thing that I have played is, uh, other than eat, right? Yeah. I played eat, uh, is, uh, I played a couple hours of divinity, original sin two. Um, wait, so
1: it's not very original anymore.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I I was workshopping Uh, the same joke in my uh, head. Yeah.
0: uh, (laughs) Um, it seems way better. I mean, you can go back to the after PAX episode where I talked about playing the tutorial because I've now played the tutorial and then about 15 minutes past or half an hour past the tutorial. Um, I, my first session ended when I got into this cave and there was a woman that if you talk to her, it would often, you would like fail a speech check and then everyone in the cave would turn hostile. Hmm. And I gather that that's a thing that only happens because of the particular character that I'm playing. This is like an interaction that happens in that cave only if you are this. Because when you you can either just make a generic character and pl- be whoever, or you can play like some specific storylines. And that seemed like it was probably going to be more interesting. Um, and... I just kept, like, reloading and trying the speech check again, and then when it failed, reloading and trying it again. And there was no indication of, like, is there, like, a percentage chance, you know, like, it in Fallout, like, of whether this is going to work. And I remembered why I really didn't want to
1: do that in our game, and because that sucks. Just, yeah. have, just have a target number, and you either make it or don't.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: Maybe it was a percentage, but it was seeded.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's what you do, I guess. I mean, I man, yeah, I don't know. And I don't know anything about that developer, right? Like I know that they've made this game that's sold really well and people seem to like it, but I don't know if I trust them to like stop me from save scumming. Right. I don't know why it, like and it if it was anything else, if it, if it had just been like a no you don't get whatever thing out of this, I would like all right, I don't care enough. But if because it was like this is like a town that is suddenly just a combat zone if I but like I wanted to like, this is clearly a conversation that's been made for this character. And so it's like part of the story, but is part of the story that she just can't get out of this cave without pissing off all of these other women that you then have to fight. Cause like that sucks hmm. if so. And if it doesn't like make it clear, like if it, if it makes me feel like it's a systems failing, like because I didn't like put points into the right stat. And in fact, it's just a, a plot point that's delivered via you failing a speech check it's weird i don't know uh when is this game from it's like two months ago okay yeah um but it's, it's neat it feels pretty good to just like move around and pick shit up and you know there's a lot of like you know it's a like you can leave the ship that you start the game on just like laden with bullshit wooden cups and stuff that you <laughs> rated so every
2: space skyrim rated
0: every cupboard for yeah i mean i think you have limited inventory but then you seem to be able to recruit like a quite a few party members huh um although you make this decision early on as to whether you go save the rest of the people on this boat or not and i went down there to save them but then the boat crashes and i get i don't get out but then i still wake up on the beach with all the other castaways, so I have no idea if that decision actually affects hmm. which other... Because, like, a bunch of the people that were down there, like, were then out in the world and available as partners. Um, it's weird. It seems, like, so branchy in the beginning that I kind of feel like I would almost have more fun just reading a wiki about the whole game than I would playing the whole game. Man, speaking of which, I tried the other day to find... A good Torment Tides of Numenera wiki, and there just doesn't seem to be a comprehensive wiki for that game. Like, if I wanted to know every single detail about Planescape Torment, there's like 40 exhaustive documents on Game I, Facts, and there is just nothing
3: there, about I bet this there game is on YouTube. that came up a couple years
0: ago. Yeah. But you can't really do an exhaustive list of all of the possible outcomes for things on a YouTube video, can you? You,
3: you, you just do it, it as like a bunch of listicles. No. Yep.
0: Anyway, the internet is bad. Uh pop music that young people like is bad. <laughs> and where's my cardigan?
3: What about net neutrality? Dude, where's my cardigan? Nah.
0: You you have to be in your 30s to get that joke.
1: <laughs> uh, what about you, Riff? Um no new video. Pokemans uh, yeah, pretty much just Pokemons. I did, uh, I spent, like, the last two evenings doing a fucking jigsaw puzzle.
3: <laughs> hey,
0: those are Like, fun. on your own, on purpose?
1: The, I was doing, I, nice. one of those, uh, mystery by mail things where they send you, like, fake letters and stuff. Okay. And the last package, uh, when I opened the box, there's a giant fucking jigsaw puzzle in it, and I was like, oh, Christ, but I mean, oh, you
3: can't. Okay. Maybe I guess I'm the only one who enjoys these. I
1: I, I I don't super dislike jigsaw puzzles, but I wasn't prepared for one, <laughs> and right. and I felt forced to do it because I wanted to see the end of the story, and I, right. and you can tell by looking at the pieces that it had like like the like the rest of the thing has had like a, a substitution cipher running through it and stuff and i can see those symbols on some of these pieces so it was like well now i got to put this thing together and it was a really big one that turned out to be like actually five smaller j- total jigsaw puzzles mixed together and the two <laughs> larger ones had irregular borders and it was just hard as hell <laughs>
3: Yeah, okay, that 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 sounds less fun. I am not a big fan of the like. Here's a jigsaw puzzle that's just like a huge gradient, mm. or like. A- nah, this it's wasn't so- solid wasn't blue. it yeah.
1: wasn't like that. It it was like a it was like a blueprints kind of thing. So there were details on it that you could make out and use to put it together, but it was it was still pretty rough. I haven't got around to doing the translation yet, but I did solve the puzzle, so. It's sitting there on the table, mocking me until I get finished with it.
0: What, uh, what, like, service is this mystery by mail from?
1: It was a uh, mysterious package company one.
0: Oh, huh. I have continued to subscribe to their little weird, like, bimonthly thing where they just send you, like, a weird newspaper yeah. with some puzzles in it and some little trinkets and stuff, and those are cool.
1: That thing, that's pretty um, cool. I, I recently canceled mine because I realized I hadn't, I hadn't looked at, like, the last three of them, and I was like, well, I'm kind of just throwing this money away, maybe I should stop doing that. Well, but they're collector's items, right? Yeah, I, well, I mean, collector's items, I mean, I... Is uh, it? It is a thing you c- you can collect. I don't know if that makes it
3: necessarily worth it, does it to by do definition. so make it a collector's item, right? I mean, but that, cool. but like, it's a, not like thing gonna gonna a thing that's going to go up weird...
0: in value. <laughs> well, what? Uh, where else are you going to get a bunch of weird like one-off pewter statues of obelisks with tentacles? Uh, yeah. uh, in them and stuff.
1: Yeah, true. No, I mean I'm not bagging on it. It's it's cool. I just hadn't been paying any attention to it. So why? why spend the money
0: i haven't done any of the expensive ones like the 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 one that resulted in the big statue at the end like that one was pretty cool uh the one that just ended up being like a book in the end that one was less interesting
1: yeah that's that's the one that's just like that was just a one, one male one, wasn't it? That's like their cheat. Yeah. Mail. That one was pretty cool. I haven't got her or it looks pretty cool. I haven't got around to actually reading the book, but I like the I presentation did. I mean, of
0: it. The, the book was pretty interesting, um, but I mean, it would have been just as interesting as a text file. Mm-hmm. And like now I have this bent book, like the book was bent yeah. to get it into the crate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It, well, it's and also that, interestingly scorched from, like, the amulet that's resting against it and stuff like that. Yeah, but.
0: which I like that, but I don't like that now there's this bent book that I have that's, like,
3: it that really bothers me that it's bent. Yeah. Next <laughs> month they send you the book unbender A device. book straightening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
0: anyway. No games, though. Just jigsaw, uh, puzzle. jigsaw puzzle. Is a puzzle a, a game?
1: Pokemon and eat and oh, and working on uh, working on this uh, 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 terrain piece for Kingdom Death. That was pretty much it.
0: What is working that, what is on a terrain
3: piece? Have I what does that mean? have
1: I not talked about that yet? There. So the Kingdom Death board game. I bought a lot of uh, uh, sculptural versions of the terrain counters that go on it. But one of them, I couldn't find anybody that was making them on Etsy or anything because it's, like, a haunted tree. And I guess people felt that was too complicated to be worth it. So I've been building my own out of, like, Warhammer parts and things like that.
0: Wait, it's a haunted tree, but it's made out of, like, Warhammer, space marine wa-
1: heads? Well, <laughs> well Warhammer well, fantasy. Space are actually Warhammer a fantasy parts. The orcs are fungi, I think. Oh, right. I don't know if that's canon anymore or if it just used to be canon, the The way 40K used to have dwarves but no longer does.
3: I have to say I was delighted when I realized what popping meant in West of Loathing, what Gary was <laughs> oh. meant when he said popping.
0: <laughs> what about you, Kevin?
2: Uh, I have played a little bit of a sort of 2D version of player unknown battlegrounds called Servivio.
0: Yeah, you linked to that today. I played one game of it. It's it's cool.
2: It's really neat actually. It's because it's just the battle royale formula where you you start off with nothing in an area with 60 other people and there's crates and weapons and stuff scattered around and you wander around and get gear and weapons and ammo and then you're trying to basically move around with the wasd you point you aim with the mouse and then you fire you fire the gun with the mouse key or mouse button and that's basically it and you're just trying to be the last person standing
3: it's, there are power ups that let you zoom out which yeah, like is scopes. really awesome are they're, they're,
2: they're super powerful
3: it's cool it was, that 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 game can just scale down so effectively yeah. to something that's still just compelling dis-
2: distilling it to like its core tenets is and it's totally very fun. clearly
0: like a direct descendant yeah. of that too, because it's like a circular area that encroaches with a warning a minute before it encroaches. And, like, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It seemed like I played one game of it and it seemed super fun.
2: Yeah. I, I played two or three and really enjoyed it. How long are the matches? Uh, that's an excellent question. Probably 10 minutes ish, because it seems like it every 45 seconds it reduces in size and there are five or six reductions.
1: You know, it maybe. just occurred to me that there was a. Multiplayer Minecraft mod that did exactly that like three or four years ago. I wonder if somebody's huh. mad about that.
3: <laughs> hmm, Zach Barth.
2: <laughs> that would be really funny if he had uh, made a if he had made a Minecraft mod that then... that was a player that was player <laughs>
0: Yeah, except without guns because he would never make a game with guns in it. Sure. Um.
2: Uh, did you ever finish the campaign in Opus Magnum?
0: I didn't. I did one more puzzle, and then I got to that crazy, convoluted gem thing that you and I was like, ah, man.
2: Yeah, that's that's a little rough.
0: (laughs) My like, I had abandoned all pretense of elegance like two acts ago, and was just (laughs) trying to like get through it. Um, Just brute forcing. You been playing that anymore?
2: Uh, I've gone back a little bit. Uh, They've added. uh, They sort of wiped the leaderboards. And they've added a new a couple of new challenges, and then the, there's also more um, challenges in the
3: was there some like gameplay reason they had to wipe the leaderboards?
2: I assume they changed some of the rules for things right uh, I don't know what that entails exactly. I reran some of my solutions, but not not all of them yeah uh there's a bunch of my solutions that. Are off by one, which is frustrating. Like one cycle or one area and like,
3: oh, under the new rules.
2: No, probably just under the the old rules. But I just because there weren't global leaderboards when I was doing it, I didn't, oh, I I didn't actually know what the the real sort of minima was. But then I have a couple of scores that are way below the current. There, it's no longer a global leaderboard. It's like the top percentile, top ten percent or something. The like median score of the top ten percent. Right. So you can still hasn't it's better than that theoretically whatever um but i also went back and played uh uh crossy road i don't oh, know yeah. if you remember oh, that, that game at all they uh they added a new mode that is really compelling to me uh recently i don't know how long ago um they uh so they used to have a situation where they would every month or so they would come out with like a new little character pack and you would most of the characters you could just unlock by using the in-game coins that would give you sort of spins in the like bubble machine and you'd open up a little packet and sometimes it would be a a character you didn't have uh, and then there were some characters that you would unlock through gameplay by doing something with a particular character like finding a rubber duck with a particular character or something like that would unlock another one
1: are those characters entirely aesthetic as far as i know yeah like
2: some of them change the world state and that might have some minor impact on gameplay um but yeah, it's most that even
3: the one, even the ones that are purely visual are going to have an effect on how well you can see what's going on yeah exactly
2: and like whether or not the i i wonder if the models are all have all have the same hitbox or not cuz there's some really small models and there's some much larger ones. And I don't know if they all have the same kind of collision. That's a Good
3: question.
0: Or like whether you constantly throw yourself in front of semis because they remind you of your mother. Right. Sure.
2: (laughs) Uh, There are a handful of uh, avatars that have completely different game modes, but most of those are actually sold. Like they're like a dollar or two to like unlock this whole separate game mode. Um, But this, as far as I know, this new update was a free one. And what it is, is uh, just a competitive daily challenge. Right? It's like uh you're playing this particular character on a seated map, so it's always the same. And you're just competing against either a small cohort or everybody. I don't know. It's like a couple hundred people. I don't know if that just means there's a couple, only a couple hundred people playing the game anymore, because it's pretty old at this point. Uh and then if you finish in the top ten, you get some currency and they uh, they added a new set of characters that the only way to, to win, to unlock them is through this currency that you can either slowly get like as a daily timer or by winning these Hmm. sort of competitive matches. And that seems pretty compelling to me because that's, it's pretty fun to see how well you can stack up against other people that are playing the game.
0: I wonder if it counts like the giant arcade versions of Crossy Road that kids love in the Daves and Buster.
2: Or the, uh, the ones at the airport. Right. The, the, like the weird sort of touchscreen. yeah do those
0: have crossy road yeah I, we saw some in Australia but there wasn't uh, there was some game on it that we didn't recognize uh-huh. and I didn't see any way to change it but then again I'm not I, a child I've seen,
2: so, I've seen so. one with it's that's a crossy road at least so uh, yeah and so I've just like added that to my sort of daily rotation still doing a bunch of stupid puzzle games and stuff every day
0: uh, you yeah, haven't been playing arcane tower I haven't, so I've been kicking true. your ass
2: you're probably way better at it than I am yeah, at this that's point. That's probably not true. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Hearthstone expansion, which is dropping in a couple yeah, days. Yeah. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Jeez. Hooray. Um, yeah, but that's... I think I don't think... I don't think i played anything else new other than the assignment.
0: Hitman 2016. Hitman 2016. Hmm. Man, I'm sorry whoever recommended this as an assignment because I I know from... Slack that you're super, super, super into this, but I don't think it's the game for any of us.
1: Uh, I kind of liked it. I just wasn't in the mood for something that complex. But I had fun looking around and observing, oh, okay, I I could kill the guy this way instead of that way. That was interesting.
0: I really enjoyed the tutorial yeah. and the fact that there were all these different achievements that you could do in the tutorial mission that, like, just, you know, 15 different ways to to skin that particular cat – and as soon as the game unlocked the first real level, which was Paris, it was like, all right, here you are in this giant castle with, like, 40,000 people in it. I just, like, alt F and <laughs> it, was like, it was overwhelming? Uh, yeah. I'm like, I meant, like, what it felt like is that, like, well, they needed to impress people right off the bat who've been playing every Hitman Man's. game up until now. And so they are doing the thing that would normally be the finale in a m- movie where they've overcome all of these minor challenges before this. Now you have to do it all at a crowded formal party.
3: I, I think um, what it, my interpretation of it was that this is something that you're supposed to play many times yeah. and yeah, learn like everything about it. It's ground before on, the maybe, next episode basically. comes out. Yeah. 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 No, that makes sense. And, and I, that was like, I I dove right into that. in <clears> like <throat> without, any intention of actually like making an attempt on anybody's life. Just like, mm-hmm. what can I find out about this world? And just like exploring it. Yeah. It seems super
1: uh, interesting to me in
3: yeah, in, in Did, that, mean, did
2: that really, did that really hold your interest? Cause I, I kind of, I tried to approach it that way and it was it, fucking boring. It,
3: well, yeah. It was not there's, interesting. To there's me. a whole lot of just waiting in this game, yeah. which is not the best. Um, but, I was able to deal with it like in in a way that I didn't expect to be able to like to be okay with. Um, one thing that I r- have heard a lot about in about previous hitman games is, is that, um, the, 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 the what's good about them is that there's the way like the systems interact to provide like, like a uh, cartoon violence opportunities, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you drop a piano on somebody's head. Um, I and electrocuted that,
1: a guy to death with an overhead projector.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, <laughs> I uh, I sabotaged an ejector seat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was
1: right. the yeah the same level. That was the the overhead projector one was. I I went to see if I could. I went through it a second time to see if I could find something to do to him other than the ejector seat one because that seemed like the one that the tutorial one wanted you to do
3: but you had to find
1: it yeah that you had to go that, through like, the steps to yeah yeah but
0: they they make it really hard to not overhear that conversation that's like probably, that seems to be that's where they were true. tutorializing you overhearing
3: yeah and, conversations. and the the thing that like weirded me out about this about paris uh the first real level in this game was how you know i i overheard like the uh what's his face really likes a certain cocktail like uh, the the bare naked brawler or something like that um and and uh then what that opens is basically a, a quest log right where you like then follow these steps to in order to it just poison tells you what
2: to do right
3: and i was expecting like that sort of thing to happen but that i would have to discover it because i had yeah. discovered before i heard about this i found the rat poison
1: right
3: um uh, and i had found the bar I th- and I had, like, found, like, here's how where I could get the outfit for the – like, but –
1: I think at- you can turn those step-by-steps off. You can.
2: There's yeah. th- There's a whole – and I wonder if maybe the game actually would be a lot better if you just turned all the, like, useful information off and just and played just, it. And just forced, you, an forced yourself world.
1: to figure that out yeah, yourself. Yeah, and, and
3: it might be that the fun happens after, okay, I've done all the, like, prescriptive, here's how you – because the the second – when I when I killed the second person, it was just – I happened on a good sight line where I could shoot her without anybody seeing me. Hmm. And that felt a lot more like a, an immersion thing, but also like a lot less cool than poisoning someone's drink.
0: Right. I tried, like I went back after I was like, I can't just get, I can't not at least try this level. So I'm like, all right, well I'm going to do the thing that I think I heard Tom Francis say you're supposed to do when you play this game, which is that like, I'm just going to follow this guy and figure out his entire loop through the level so I can, like, see what the opportunities are to, to kill yeah. the guy. And, like, there's a point where, like, his you trail him and he's just walking around talking to people. And, like, his bodyguard picks up some a piece of sushi off of a particular tray in the kitchen. So you could poison that sushi and then that would get his bodyguard out of the picture. Uh There's a point where he walks up to the bar and orders that bare knuckle boxer. The bartender doesn't know how to make it, so he leaves. And then there is a point where... They walk outside across this, like, puddle of water that has a power strip in it leading to a lamp on a statue, which that's not how you would t- do that, I don't think. Like, that's typically not how statues are lit, just with, uh-huh. like, extension cords <laughs> leading from the house out to the statue. But uh he walked across that, and then I was like, oh, huh, and I went to that outlet thing, and it was like, press G to loosen the cover on the power strip i did and then immediately died because <laughs> oh. i was standing in the water that it electrifies right so i'm like Ugh, cool well when's my last save and it was like a really long time ago and i was like all right well i'm gonna go out there and
1: see what's going on really because uh, i can wait. probably s- the auto save for me was saving like every minute
3: that happens for, that happened for me during the tutorial oh no, does it and stop then in oh, paris yeah. it yeah, I had to, it auto saved like at the beginning of the mission and I had to switch to huh. manually saving. Yeah. I, this game would have been so much less fun for me if I couldn't manually save and I had to delete like, sl- like the, the failure cases or like the failure modes are pretty soft, but I still like preferred to load. Right. Yeah. Because I want to be the cool guy.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I was.
0: I went, I went out there and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, so I can, I can turn the power off to this thing before I do that. And then I wait for him to walk across the water and then turn it on. And like, you know, it's, oh no, it's an accident and he died. And so I go and I turn the power off and then I walk out to the power strip and I'm like, fuck, I don't have a screwdriver now. And I needed a screwdriver to, to do that. And I had picked it up before when I was just following the guy around, just like, constantly fucking around so that time would pass in a non super boring way while i'm overhearing these conversations and then i so i ran back in and i was like just could not remember where i had found the screwdriver and like it was at that car. point <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny i did think about that as i was going through there uh it was at that point that i realized that somebody finally made the Remake of The Last Express that I
1: never <laughs> wanted.
0: So it's just like a shitty adventure game on a clock that you can't have any influence over. Although I think in The Last Express, you can like speed up and slow down time and kind of jump around. I don't remember I, like if this game just had like braid style rewind or if you could make time run faster or if even there was like a single key quick save quick load, I would have been so much more inclined to like mess around with it and learn how this stuff works. I a lot of it seems really clever, but So I finally went through again, got the screwdriver, got out there, waited, 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 waited. And the guy just never came out. And I have no idea if I just like, wasn't waiting long enough because like, or
2: if something you did when you, something I did when I was following
0: him, caused him to behave differently. And I have no idea. Like, I don't know how the causality for that kind of stuff works. Like I know that I was constantly like messing up the timing of things because if you get too close to him, he'll just stand there staring at you saying, I need to be alone. Like, Dude, you are at a party with forty thousand
2: people. Like, the, <laughs>
1: like,
0: uh,
2: I don't exactly understand what the the feeling in me was, but it was everything being so authored was really dissatisfying.
3: And that's what I was getting at when I was talking about how, like, I I, I was surprised when they uh, walked you step by step through poisoning this guy's cocktail. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wanted to, and maybe I just like, I did that to myself. Cause I like, I, there was a, here's, here's some Intel, uh, uh, here's how you can turn on the tracking for this mission or whatever it was called. And then it just gives you the step by step for how to do this particular kill. Um, and so maybe the solution is just to not do that. And then it'll feel a lot more like, if not like, uh, like a systemic uh, thing than more like an adventure game puzzle,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know? Um, but I, I did really enjoy just all the, the tiny um, interactions, like the different things people say to you when you're wearing different suits. Yeah.
0: That was pretty cool. Yeah. What's up, Mr. Plane mechanic, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, and I was like, yeah, boy, that must've been hard to write a bunch of those. huh? <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: the mechanics were, if you're in a, if you're in a, like a, a military suit some of the military people will ID you but almost nobody else will like the what enforcers i guess is what, what yeah. they're called
0: yeah when you put on the waiter suit in paris the waiter that you walked out of the building the waiter that the original waiter walked out of the building with will clock you but none of the other ones will right which I, that was pretty clever
2: so there are a bunch of cool mechanics and ideas but it just didn't hang together for me because it seemed so rigid and maybe maybe the problem was that i had too much information maybe i needed to turn off all the external stuff and i it was it would have been a lot more exciting for me if i just had to really figure things out
3: yeah and so like uh there i don't know if they're i don't know if this is still available but at the at the time of this game was a new thing they were doing like a daily not a not a daily challenge kind of a thing but like a a, a timed like commission constraint where you have to do these missions under like certain constraints escalations, that escalations. Escalation that's sounds, and that those, sounds are still, right. those are still available. So that's, that sounds like it may be that the intent, in fact, almost this was almost certainly the intention that like it eases you into the level. Like it is overwhelming. Um, and you can just have that if you want by not ever looking at the Intel, mm. um, or you could ease yourself into like understanding all the ins and outs of this huge area. By doing all these prescribed, um, uh, I forget what you call, like the individual ways you could kill the person that are in the menu. Right. Um, and then you do the escalations, which then like makes you improvise. I, um,
2: uh, I, there was, there's also the different a- achievements or what are they? They're called something different. They're, uh, whatever the sort of alternative set of goals is for each level where different ways to kill them. And, right different out finding the different outfits and stuff. Um, and there was for the second tutorial mission, I remember there was a w- complete the whole thing where you only kill the target. You don't get discovered by anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you do the whole thing without w- in your suit. Uh, mm. and I, I didn't, I was concerned about trying to do that one because you don't start off in a suit. You start off in this like turtleneck thing. Oh. I was like, is the suit cause in all the, in all the like, Add copy and like at the beginning of the Paris thing, you get to decide what you're wearing. Are you wearing your suit or are you wearing like the tux or whatever? But you don't get to decide that in the tutorial. And I was like, I don't want to spend a bunch of time. So did you figure out what it meant? I didn't because I didn't do it. I wasn't right. sure if it just meant your starting outfit or if yeah. it meant literally meant your suit and there's some way to actually get into your suit. Right. Yeah. I noticed because the
1: first tutorial level has a bunch of locked doors that you need a lock pick for that.
0: You start with one in inventory. Do you? Or no, no. You, no? There's a table next to you that. Ah, uh, well,
2: not okay. And that, I, never it, found not it. at the, not the very first time you do the, the, the first tutorial. time you do it.
3: Yeah. yeah. When the,
0: you go back, there's a, there's like a.
2: Yeah, and a, a, bunch, chest of guns, with some, a bunch of which guns, which, like, yeah. if
3: you want to kill everybody in the party, yeah. sure.
2: I was also tempted. Like, so it wouldn't have worked at that, the tutorial, the first tutorial levels, but the, the, the military base tutorial level, it, you might be able to just subdue everybody. Hmm. And that might be a fun challenge, too. Yeah,
0: I bet. Man, I had a, such a hard time getting the prompt to come up for dragging a body. Hmm. Like, yeah. you had to be standing in, like, a, a weird, particular some, some particular weird spot that I never quite got a handle on. Why? You know, another thing that made me not particularly driven to dig into this was that I kind of don't like games that are about killing people. Right. Like, just, like... Normal people in like a realish kind of world. Yeah. Like, and this is not, or or like, like hot cops for example. Hot cops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, yeah. Did you intend to say hot cops? No, I or- just said cops. Oh, okay. I
3: thought I said cops, and then I, apparently my throat made a noise. <laughs> hot <laughs> cops. Huh. My my subconscious uh, was thinking about something else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's like. I don't yeah. you know it's fine to like choke people out and stuff them in a toilet or whatever but like
3: I what I want is that the goose game to be made by mm. the hitman team.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
3: Like with those that production like I mean it's it's going to probably going to be a good game just by itself but like I feel like it would Hit be Man, incredible if you're there was a goose. Yeah, it would be very and, and you're good. not trying to murder people, right. you're just trying to it fuck it. be, with, a, be like, an asshole. Right, like yeah. this
0: guy has the best flavor of Pop-Tart and so your be... goal is to go get the Pop-Tart out of his yeah, pocket without like, him yeah. knowing. Like
3: it, I, It's it's weird how like you in order to justify making a game this expensive it needs to be about murder right. instead of any of the things yeah. that any of the reasons you might sneak into a a a party.
2: The other thing that I Kind of missed, and this is maybe just because I've been conditioned to like this. Is I never felt like with Deus Ex or whatever, I feel like I'm making progress on my character. My character is improving, yeah. and with Hitman, it just doesn't like. There's no it, at least there's no obvious advancement that you are there's making. like an
0: XP it's, bar for every level, right?
2: But what does that mean? What well, else?
0: Really? So I what, what I assume is. I, my okay, so what I guessed it was doing was you also have that like planning phase where you can pick what you take with you, but when you start out, there are no more options than what you just start with, and so I assume that leveling up unlocks like mm-hmm. additional like things. if if it was just like okay, now you've unlocked the ability to just start in the waiter outfit or whatever, like so you don't yeah. have to go and wait the minute and a half for the guy to go on a smoke break uh if you didn't happen to save the game just then. Uh, but I could be totally wrong about that. Like I didn't fill any of the bars. I, what I wanted to do was go back to the tutorial and level up the tutorial to see what actually changed about it. But you, you can't, it doesn't, that system doesn't exist in the tutorial level. And then I was like, well, man, maybe I would be more excited about this. If I went to one of the later levels, that wasn't just a huge crowded party that I don't care about. Like, this is always like, oh, this is the part of mission impossible I've, that sucked and was not interesting I've heard really good things like, about sapienza yeah but you go there and it's like you shouldn't do this until you've finished right. finished but the, you can and still do it can you is yes. it just, just is it just like, like just the, the story won't make mm-hmm. sense fuck do i not the care about the reason i
3: know this is like, because after i finished the tutorial it forgot that i'd finished the tutorial and restarted the tutorial mm. and i was like i don't want oh,
2: no that's i think that's normal i think that's okay the well,
3: second time it, it gives you a tutorial, chance
0: to do it in a different way
2: well no it's... i
3: mean I, I did it like i did the the two tutorial missions and then also like the final one where you kill oh, the guy okay. in the plane and then it forgot i had done that and it started over from the beginning where you're like looking out over a mountain mm. at, at a field of mountains and someone anyway um <laughs> Uh, and then I was like, OK, I uh, hit back and then I selected the next mission in the menu because that's what's that what I'm supposed to do next. And it said are you, you should really finish the tutorial 1st it I'll let you go anyway. But it let me, yeah, I was able to skip it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I kind of wanted
0: to do the I've heard that the Colorado one is bad. Like I heard it when it came out, people saying that it wasn't as good, but it was like, man, it would be nice for there to like. I would like to be doing this but maybe in like a rural environment where there aren't just a million people everywhere all the
2: well, time. Well, and the, but the people are what makes it a challenge, right? Yeah, that's the problem.
0: But like it like if there were 3 people, the challenge would be the same but it wouldn't feel as overwhelming as like this just infinite crowd mm. that's in
2: Although the problem is that I think that's just a psychological barrier because oh, yeah. most of the time they don't care, like, unless you are holding a weapon or something. Although that was also weird. I uh, – in the very first tutorial thing, I, I switched in my hands apparently uh, to holding the explosive and then everybody just screamed and scattered. And I was like, really? <laughs> what, is that how the crowd would react yeah, if I just – They like,
3: recognized a, yeah. a detonator. Yeah. Yeah. I,
2: was like, ah, I don't think that's a, a, a good – Um, system there but
3: like even if you if if I were at that party and I saw someone with a gun I would assume it's a toy
2: Hmm. yeah I don't know how I feel maybe if he
3: maybe not if he had that tattoo on his neck though right the the barcode or whatever right
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jason Statham is here and he has a gun
3: (laughs) (laughs) right
2: does the narrative pay off something if you're familiar with the series are you or is do we, do we does anybody know does anybody played any of these games no, and no idea yeah, okay
0: I tried to play I asked I remember a couple of years ago Ollie Moss was talking about how great the games were and I was like okay if I was going to play one of these which one should it be and he was like play blood money and I tried and it was just so like the moving around and stuff yeah, was I've so tried, yeah. janky I, I tried and blood and money I'd, too I've, I've tried man I can't handle this just, like
3: they're really old <laughs> Yeah, this one is, like, in my experience, like, so much more approachable. Yeah,
0: it was, like, just moving around felt pretty good. And I think it was because it just doesn't let you go fast enough for, like, animation Mm. uh, priorities to become a problem or whatever. Like, and it just, although, that said, that the key mappings are fucking insane. (laughs) Like, so many, I'm like, I went up to a thing, and it was like, to use this, press G. G. I was like, G? Seriously? (laughs) G also, like, like,
2: holsters your weapon
0: caps lock holsters your weapon and then also makes everything that you type after you close <laughs> out of the game in all caps uh, surprisingly Uh but that like there's a different like you press B to drag a body you press yep. E to open doors but it seems to only be opening doors like it does it's not like the generic use key for things that only have one usage modality I mean there must be a reason that this is like this but it was like man are there a lot of weird inconvenient
3: yeah keyboard Finding. shortcuts I, the, for the gamepad game. W- interface was pretty good huh. as it, as those yeah. things go
2: so i feel like this made clear to me how hitman go became a thing because mm. this is kind of a puzzle game yeah it's just a, it's just without a constrained grid where right. it it's make,
3: it, it's it's like the it's a puzzle game like if you're doing the um the the fixed objectives, like if those were the only thing you can do and you couldn't do anything with the systems.
2: Okay. But the systems are not expansive enough in my in your estimation to yeah. really make it and super I, interesting. And I I can't
3: be sure either because I didn't get that deep in them either. Yeah, but like the way people talk about Hitman, is, it's, sure, it's, it's yeah.
2: I agree that that's. I just I did not get to that point and I don't know. It really didn't sell me on itself yeah and that's weird i think
0: i think maybe for me the best way this is like an eve online situation where the way for me to enjoy this game is to stories. listen to tom francis tell mm-hmm. stories about so stuff watching nick
3: like, let's play yeah you know. yeah
2: that's that's fair uh, i liked hitman go i like those puzzles you know and yep. that was a bunch of
0: uh Yeah, that was a constrained space and it didn't really seem like you were killing people, you know, you were just like knocking like a, little like a board knocking game, things yeah. off the, the the box of a board game. Right.
2: Um which I thought was a really clever sort of uh what's that word? skeuomorphism. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I like I c- that a conceit. lot.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would call it a skeuomorphic conceit. <laughs> 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 um All right, what's our next assignment?
2: Our next assignment is uh, Bennett Foddy's Getting Over It, which was just hey. released and is apparently selling
0: like hotcakes yeah, and it was the s- number one top seller on Steam when so I looked good. which is that's, fucking crazy to me yeah it
3: makes me really happy too it. Bennett was like talking about how it was uh, one of the top games on Twitch like yeah. two weeks ago oh and, yeah was, and, and, and despite po- the fact that it was po- only available in the humble right yeah. and it was really stressing out about whether it would still be popular when it actually was for sale that, like, that's a hell of a it, game
1: for Twitch too that's oh yeah because ca- yeah. the two things people like on Twitch is or or the 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 thing people like on Twitch is a game that is going to frustrate the hell out of the person playing it so that the right. people in chat or can scare. laugh at them <laughs> yeah or right. scare yeah
2: so uh, we seem to enjoy just mocking uh people's distress yeah mm-hmm.
0: i am um, i tried it for a minute and it feels in this version like the mount like i wanted to turn up the mouse sensitivity by like five X and it didn't feel like it did when I played it at fantastic arcade. Like it felt Mm -hmm. like it was way easier to swing the hammer around with the mouse at fantastic arcade. But I went into the settings and it, the defaulted to 80 and would only go up to a hundred. So it
3: just barely made any difference. And like
2: maybe your system settings
3: maybe have an impact on that. When I spoke at uh, NYU, um, this was like two years ago uh, I met Bennett, and he he showed me his um, MIDI controller that he was using to to uh, fine tune game physics. Mm. Huh. So maybe right. what you need to do is plug in a MIDI controller <laughs> and start turning dials until one of them changes the mouse. Oh yeah, because there's
0: you would have no reason to turn that functionality off in the non-debug
3: version of the <laughs> right. game, right? Like yeah, oh, man, you just turn gravity real low, just knock yourself up so that you yeah. just
2: float oh. up to the top. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's
2: that's good.
0: Uh yeah, I'm looking forward to getting real frustrated. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like I feel like it's a game to play a minute at a time, right? So like the first time something frustrating happens, you just quit, play some Hearthstone.
2: Uh sure. <laughs> that sounds about right. I I am curious whether I'll figure out how to get past that bit that I got stuck in on at Fantastic Arcade.
0: Well, I think if if it's true that one side of the hammer is oh, different than the other right. side of the hammer, then that the might boat. be the secret. Mm-hmm. But I'm not at
3: all sure that yeah. it is. Like, um exciting. Can yeah. you can you rotate the hammer like on the S- y-axis? Not that no, I, know I think it's about. just the
0: the like c- counterclockwise facing side is pointy. Mm. I, and I honestly I can't say whether that's real or not.
3: Right. It seemed yeah, like it. It, it could but be like uh, you, you you tap your missed balls in Pokemon Go to recollect them. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The, which is to say, it could be a rumor I'm... that is false. Okay. Oh, I thought, okay. I, I thought it was a. I thought it was a, a real feature. No, that's a feature that didn't exist. That everybody was.
0: Oh, m i s s e d. I thought like you balls. balls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Like yeah, you, it's, a, it's
1: a sex yeah. act. So you get uh, one of those or, plant yeah. sprayers.
0: Yeah, you get you get your partner. You get your partner to uh, take a big mouthful of champagne and then tell them something really surprising. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, you should sit down for this. A eh, little to the left. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-oh. Anyway, uh, do you guys know who brought us this episode of Video Games Hot Dog? Who? <laughs> Our generous Patreon backers. Sex
3: Act. <laughs> <laughs> Missed Balls. Sex act two. (laughs) A sex act for pigs. Sex act three, back in the sex. (laughs) Hamburger helper.
0: Uh, Sex act two, movie theater butter. (laughs) What? What? Act two is a brand of microwave popcorn, oh, and oh, okay. movie theater butter is a flavor of Act Two uh, <laughs> <Okay>. microwave popcorn.
1: <laughs> so, so what? What kind of sex act is an Orville Riddenbacher?
3: Hmm. It involves explosions <laughs> and old maids.
0: Hopefully, I lost you. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, old maids is what they used to call the uh, the unpopped popcorn kernels. They probably don't Whoa. anymore because that's sexist, but back in the uh, back wow. in the olden times.
0: Now they're weak testicles. <laughs> Undropped balls. Guy, good night, guys, uh, gentlemen. I've had a fantastic time recording episode number three hundred and twelve, video games, hot so talk with you until I had a stroke a few minutes ago, uh, and I hope we do it again real soon after I get out of the assisted living facility. Uh, and listeners, I hope you'll join us. And um, if you do, it'll be better. And if you don't, you won't know. Yeah, it's true. Kakabububulaya.
2: Good night, right. everybody. Have a great week, everybody.